this recording. Yo, yo, what it go? <laughs> this here, and we might be on different levels. I think I'm a little bit further up. Scoot up on me a little bit, bro. <clears throat> this here is episode 13 of Talking Sports with Way and Crony. On this episode of Talking Sports with Way and Crony, we will be getting into the Bubba Wallace situation. We'll be talking about some NBA players deciding to go ahead and opt out. We will also be talking about the Tampa Bay players doing their own little workout against the NFL PA's wishes. And then finally, we'll be talking about Jamal Adams not being happy with the with the New York Jets right now, which who's really happy with the Jets? But again, anybody? anybody? <laughs> but again. I am your boy, Way, president and CEO of the Way's World Network. I am co-host, as you see, of Talking Sports with Way and Crony, host of the Way's World Podcast, co-host of the Drunk Cast, and you see my face across many shows and programming across the Way's World Network. Yes. To my left. I'm Crony, fresh off work. It's going to be probably the routine now. Me and Chayo the best. <laughs> Chayo the best. Me and Chayo the best. In the game with Chayo the best. Ready to get into this, man. I'm ready to talk about that NBA. I get you. I get them out and out. Well, first things first. What we're going to talk about is Bubba Wallace. So if you don't know, you go know. Bubba Wallace had found a noose in his locker before a NASCAR event. Now there was only certain days before. Now there was only certain people allowed in the area at the time. Friends, a few friends, mainly family. So they were trying to figure out how the news. But not in that area. In that area where it was in his locker. Mm-hmm. Nobody was in that area available to be. That area was not available to nobody. Talk to him, bro. Like the, the racers wasn't even in that area. Yes, sir. I mean, go ahead. No, no, you gotta go ahead. I'm just saying, like, so it's kind of like, it's boggling me how, it it boggles me how they can't figure out who did it. They got cameras everywhere. If they were at Talladega? I believe so. I think that's the, what, the biggest race event? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's cameras everywhere. And then what's crazy is my boy Bubba, afterwards, popped off the top ten at Talladega on their ass. It was like, you know what? You gonna put a noose in my locker? Let me drop this top ten for you real quick. <laughs> Let me get these points. I don't even watch NASCAR, but Bubba Wallace is gonna make me start watching NASCAR because I want my man to win the NASCAR Cup. I watched it for a little bit of point in time back when, like Jimmy Johnson, if anybody might know who that is, was winning a whole bunch of like NASCAR championships. He basically got like six rings, kind of how like Jordan got six rings in the NBA. But, yeah, um, definitely, definitely might start watching NASCAR now because of Bubba Wallace. But let me ask you this question, because I've been seeing different reports from, like, different credible sources um, saying that they feel like or that this couldn't have been a hate crime. Do you feel like this was a hate crime? How could it have been a hate crime? Yes, it was a hate crime. Um, I really like the support that he got. From everyone, I like the fact that NASCAR took it upon themselves to let everyone know what happened as soon as it happened, and that they're taking it to the extreme to find out 
who was the perpetrator. They didn't already took down the um. They didn't already took down the Confederate flag. That's, and that's the reason why that's happening in NASCAR uh, because a lot of those fans are. Be back briefly. A lot of those fans are um, upset about that. But like I said, you guys are not hurting nothing. Bye bye. Y'all head and leave. We're not worried about you. NASCAR still gonna make their money. The racers are still gonna make their money, and they still gonna have great races, and they're still gonna have a great crowd there. So, like living in Indy, we got the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which I don't think it's NASCAR, but I think it's like a different type of racing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a different type. But but still, like <coughs> going to races is fucking fun. Going I used to live right across the street from me. Going to races is fun. Like, Shanice says that I drive, like, extremely fucking fast. So, like, I used to, like, dream of Loki kind of being, like, a NASCAR driver. Like, so I could, like, hit that bitch and just be going around the corner and shit. <laughs> like, I used to I used to really, 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 really want to be a NASCAR driver. I did. I did. But then I realized, like, NASCAR, at least at the time, NASCAR didn't like me. Like, NASCAR was for the good old southern white boy. But what you and... should do, though, you're here in that. You've been in that for what, the last eight years? No, going on four. Is it four? Yeah, I got here in 2016, but it'll be four. No, 2016 to 2020 is four years. Shannon is shooting everybody off to the side. Um, the Shannon, other half. Yeah, the, the other half. You know, the, the showrunner and basically yeah. the the movement of the Ways World Network. What y'all need to do, y'all need to experience the Speedway. When, when the race get here, mm-hmm. it's like no other. I'm telling you, I live right across the street from it. It's called Watergate Apartments. They call Stratford now. Might, might be one of the greatest experiences you ever had. Like, they, they, like they, they make it seem like it's that She's much. been, though. I don't think she's been to the actual race, but she's been. She's I feel been. Like the day before when they had all the vendors out there. Yeah. Uh, at night. So have you went through the trailers, the, the, the big field where all the trailers be at? Have you went through there? Why they all there? They be outside the uh, outside the stadium. Like you can't. It's usually at night. I forget what it's called. It's called something. But you can't go in the stadium. But all of them are around the stadium. Mm-hmm, yep. So you can, it's kind of like a little mini fair kind of. Yeah. Yep. There's no ride or nothing. And the, and the, the big thing about racism is I I never saw it there. Like cause the the Coca Coca Cola right there. Yeah. And then that big old field is where all the trailers be at. And they party like like crazy. And they invite It seemed turn. It seemed turned as hell. Like it seemed I wanna I wanna go. I've actually actually before we could like go, but you know, schedules and things never really lined like, up don't to you, don't you could go good. try to see the race go. I actually here on Talking Sports It's gonna be hard <laughs> to find a parking spot, but just park and just walk around out there. You're gonna love it. That shit sounds fun. So, when, but would you go to a NASCAR race? Yeah, I would. I don't think I'd be able to stay the whole time, though. But I'd go. Would you be a NASCAR driver? Would I be? Nah. Nah, I'm not scared of being in a car, but I've been in so many accidents to where I'm very cautious and nervous. So, I couldn't be no race car driver. I definitely could be a fucking race car driver. I definitely could. Again, going 250 miles an hour around the track. I love this shit. Next up, though. The sound. I like the sound, though. The, the sounds of it. I can oh, my God. It is so loud. Yeah. It's so loud. <laughs> oh, man. 
living over there, you be in the crib, like, up, up, this is racist. See, the, the thing, the thing you, is, right, just imagine this, just picture this with me. This, this is literally, like, my ideal me being a racer. So, like, I got 24, I got 20 phones by T.I. fucking playing, and I'm, like, going around the NASCAR track. And, then, and then when I win, that's, that's like, my thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, I forgot what they call him, but he the dude gonna be talking to. You. He's gonna have no music. <laughs> He's not gonna have no music, man. I know, I know. It's the person that's your spotter. It's the person that they that, call. Yeah, it's the person that basically lets you know, like, hey, somebody coming up on your right. Or, or you know, basically help you not crash yeah. going that fucking fast. Because if you don't know, it's teams out there. Mm-hmm. It ain't just one, each driver on their own out there trying to win. No, it's teams. Like, it, it is technically individual, but they all work for a team. But they all trying to get their own fucking points because they're trying to bring the trophy back to their team. Just a little knowledge about NASCAR. Next thing up, the thing that you really want to get into, this NBA opt-out. Players have been saying, fuck the NBA. Players have been saying, you know, fuck this season. Let's wait till next season. Let's get on the player. It's been a couple. Let's not, nah, nah, nah. Let's get on the player. The main one that sparked that this. Sparked this, and if that player is even playing or not. Okay, okay, okay. In the so, timing of putting all this out. So reports have said that Avery Bradley is not going to be participating no, in the in, in the restart of. I don't know. Okay, I got you. In the restart of the coming up NBA season. Um, as a member of the Lakers, they're talking about a possible switch between him and J.R. Smith just for the ending of the season. No. Um, the person that sparked this, though, was Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie said that he feels that it's not safe to go back and well, play. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Go ahead. That's not why he said that they shouldn't do it. The reasoning for him saying that they shouldn't even go back for the to continue the season is because of the Black Lives Matter movement and it's going to overshadow all the protests and the movements. That's why he don't want to play. You're right, you're right, you're right, my fault. But he didn't come out and say none of this until after, until after he found out that he ain't playing. Now, let me ask you this question. Is it he's not playing because of Corona or is he not playing because the Nets is out? Well, the Nets ain't out. So he's they just not be there. So he's, he's just, not playing, and he can't be there with him. Does he have corona? Now, can, or just because he's been out? Because so. he's he's out. He's is he injured or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, and they don't and they don't want him there to even cause any kind of disruption, disruption, yeah, yeah, or yeah. bringing corona, or trying to leave and come back because you can't even play. You know what I'm saying? Right. So all I'm saying is, I feel. That he started this because of that. I'm, so, I'm sorry, man. That's just how I feel because I don't feel that the NBA NBA continuing is going to overshadow the Black Lives Matter movement and, and all the protesting and what's going on because the players are going to speak about it every po- every post game. Like they they gonna talk about it during. They gonna do whatever they can. They probably like Shannon said. They probably gonna have a Black Lives Matter patch on their jersey or something. Like it's gonna be. Loud presentation. Exactly. Exactly. I can fuck with that. I really can. Like, and that's and if, if that's Kyrie's motivation is because he's not playing. So like, fuck this season. That's some whole shit. 
on like a whole different level. And I already kind of was looking at Kyrie weird because of the rate, because of the way he got out of Cleveland. And then what happened in Boston, I was just already looking at Kyrie kind of weird. And then if you want to sprinkle in that flat earther shit on top of it, that's like a whole different like little seasoning of of me looking at Kyrie weird. So yeah, this this is definitely not a good look for one Mr. Kyrie Irving, if I do say so myself. So um, do you feel so how do you feel about the fact that he brought this up and now he got a hundred plus players disagreeing with him? How do you feel about that? I'll say this. Do I feel like the NBA season is going to overshadow the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on right now? Not necessarily, but what I will say is the reason, the understanding behind it, if I can give him any sort of credit, is that as a community, the NBA has been and always will be important to us. So once the season starts, he doesn't want to see more NBA posts or more NBA season posts than Black Lives Matter posts. He doesn't want to see our focus shift from, you know, ending this systematic and systemic oppression that's going on in the country right now with, oh, LeBron dunked on, dunked on this motherfucker, or oh shit, the Lakers didn't won all 10 of their games in, in, in this quick little round-robin tournament we got going on right now. Like, he don't, he don't want that to, to shift. He want everybody's focus to, like, you know what? Let's, let's fix this first before we get back to doing any of this. Because this, this is, t- if you want to be 100% but, real, this is a luxury. But, be, this is a luxury for us. And we still getting paid sitting at home. Do you think the kind of change that he's talking about is going to happen in these few months of that time? Do I feel like progress can be made? I mean, progress is already made. No, but I feel like, but I feel like, like a, a but like a total fix, it's no, over. No, 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 a, to, a total fix, no, no. This is going, this is going to take a long, a long this, time. This, this, this is going to take a long time to fix, unless one day, ironically, somebody just be like, you know what? They've been right this whole time. That's why Avery Bradley's take was the best. Yeah, when he said that it should be more black GMs and black GMs able to pick. Run but it's not. But that's just not. That's just not an NBA thing. That's look true. at look at the NFL that's too. True. There's one black GM in the NFL. And so I, three in the NBA. You get what I'm saying? Like right. the, the as far as like the black management in these sports that have mostly black athletes in them, like the representation and management or even ownership, which is a big thing in the black community, which we honestly do need to get on more and more and more is ownership. When you come to the ownership part of it, or when you come to the again the management on some of these sports, yeah, the representation is not there at all, and it definitely needs to step up. Preach. I like that thing. Now let's get on another player really quickly that said he was opting out. Um, from, like it's two players from the Lakers that that in particular that I know said won't be coming. That they said won't be coming back. That's Dwight Howard, and that's Avery Bradley. Now, the Lakers are your team in particular. Um, any comments, by the way? Cool. Uh, but, yeah, the Lakers in particular, are, uh, in, particular, in particular are your team. So, how do you feel? So, how do you feel about 
Avery Bradley and Dwight Howard, who are key pieces. Key, especially Dwight. Who are key pieces to to the Lakers? How do you feel about them not going to like you know be with your team for the restart? It sucks. It freaking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I see so many different ways around it okay. that works. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, what he said, he want to stay because his son had problems before, and he want to be there for him. Right. And like I said, I'm sure he's not a single father. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the mother's there, mm-hmm. and you're going to be inside a, bu- a, a bubble of people who don't have it. You're not going to be able to be in there with people who have it. You're going to get tested way before to get re- and not enter until you get results. So I feel once you get in that bubble, once you leave and go see them if you need to, it's over. Yeah. But I still feel that you should be able to go ahead and jump in that bubble for the team. Now once now once the NBA restart is over, are they gonna have to like get tested again or like be quarantined again before they go home? Why? I mean, you know what? Probably. I wouldn't see why not. You got to just because. Just just to be on the safe side, yeah. like just just. So maybe that might be like another reasoning or like another factor in his reasoning, Avery Bradley in particular, for not wanting to go because like, you know what? First off, I'm gonna be away from my son for X amount of months, like 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 two, like two three months, possibly. Um, then on top of that, like, yeah, okay, cool. We're gonna be in this bubble at Disney World and the only people that's gonna be there is the employees that's gonna be helping us Plus our own employees and shit like that. I get that. Yeah, I get yeah, that part. I get that. I get that part. But as far as the father side of it, I feel like that's where he's coming from. I don't think he's coming from it necessarily all the way from the like the player side. Like I ain't trying to play or like get but sick. But you only one call away. It's not like you can never. You can jet right on out of here, and you got the money to jet literally right on out of here. But That's it, the thing that gets me. But I mean, I, like I said, I get it. I, I definitely get it. But hmm. as long as I know mama there, you can be cool. I'll be cool. I'm going to call away. You're going to talk to me every day. I'm going to, we can see each other on the phones now. What the fuck? Like, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I might be mean for that, but you got too much money that you can be able to literally jet right to him. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, so let's get to some of this NFL talk. First things first, let's get the easy story out of the way before we go to break. Do your thing. The Jets got my nigga Jamal Adams fucked up. Let him let him out. Trade him. Send him on his way. Let him be gone. That is a trash organization. They have been trash for a long time. They had that quick spark when Mark Sanchez and Rex, and Rex Ryan was there. They had those couple of seasons, even had a win over the Patriots. You can't knock that. At that point in time, that was, that was, that was, that was very hard to never, do. Never, never, never. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean? You get, you get exactly <laughs> the fuck I mean. I like, like it, was, it was a very hard thing to do at that point in time. I get you. you know? So, but ever since... The Jets have been ass. Like, they've been butt cheeks. 
is just what it is. So you got this one piece that you can trade and possibly get some more draft picks, maybe a different player that you can also flip for something. You know, it's a lot of different ways that you could work Jamal Adams into something that can benefit the team down the road. Because right now, it's not working. It's not working right now. It's just not like Sam Darnold is a decent QB. He's coming along slowly but surely. His first season was like 19 TDs to like 17 interceptions or flip that. Um, He also, this season had 18 TDs and like 15 INT. So he's getting better. His yards per game in one of his um, overall yards than one of he's getting he's getting better. He's getting much, much better. Um slowly but surely. But yeah, like let let Jamal Adams go, bro. Let Jamal Adams go. Just play this simple. I don't got Let my man go. <laughs> now let's get on break. I mean this it's the Jets. I really don't care. Also, also. If just get Bell out of there or something. Get yeah, also, by the way, if y'all want to send him to, like, Indy, we'd, we'd, <laughs> we'd gladly take him. Um, I've been hearing that he wants to go yeah. to the, I've been hearing he wants to go to Jerry World, though. Uh, which, he got too many problems going on. Right I'm about to say, Jerry, Jerry World got a whole lot going yeah, on right now anyway. They just franchise tagged Dak, which puts Jerry World in a very, very unique or a very awkward position, I would say. Because with Jerry World, with Jerry World, right? Here, here's what I call, or what people have called, the Kirk Cousins problem. If y'all remember, Kirk Cousins, back when he was with the Redskins, cornered them because they didn't have an option to go sign another QB, and so and they wanted, they didn't want to give Kirk Cousins away for nothing. So they kept franchise tagging. And every single time they franchise tagged them, that price tag went up and up and up. So at this point, right now, it's a win-win for Dak. Either A, Dak can, is going to be a... How do you know that, though? Huh? How you automatically know that? What? Because it's not the same situation. They got no, somebody they can put that, in there I'm, instead of Dak. I'm say, they, they can put Andy Dalton in there. They can but Andy Dalton, that last the last couple of seasons, or matter of fact, let's just say this past season, right? The same Andy Dalton that caused the Bengals to get the number one pick, the same Andy Dalton which caused the Bengals to draft Joe Burrow, the same Andy Dalton that got his ass released and became a backup in Dallas. We're talking about this same Andy Dalton. I'm not going to disrespect the man and say that he didn't make the playoffs. He, he's more I, than, he can be more than a backup quarterback. He, yeah, he, he, could, he definitely can still be a starter, but we're not talking about no game changer, no, no field tilts or nobody else. That squad's going to think he can do something. I think he can do something. Again, anybody with the squad that they put together can do something. That's an amazing O-line. The defense can definitely get better. But as far as the offensive side, they're, they're a juggernaut. They're a juggernaut on the offensive yeah. side. It's the end, right? So, but again. But, so you think it's going to keep rising? So you think his, you know what I'm saying, the price that tag going to keep rising? Well, the, well, that's how the franchise like, tag works. That's how the franchise tag but works. But I mean that, but it don't get, man, Jerry ain't going to pay that nigga that shit. He going to end up like. 
gonna so you think he's gonna let that go? If that keep playing, how's that playing? He threw him a good deal, bro. We already talked about this. No, nah, bro. He was like, Dak was like, look, my dude, I gave you everything you wanted. I gave you everything you wanted. The only thing I couldn't fucking do was was fucking get us to the playoffs by my goddamn self. Like he was like he was like I couldn't do that. He was like you wanted the ball out of Zeke hands, you put it in mine. I dropped almost I dropped forty five fucking hundred yards. I was I, like I gave you like thirty plus touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I did what the fuck you asked me to do. I did what you asked me to do, Jay. Come on, Jerry, stop playing with me, bro. I did everything. But he's still not it, worth what you asked him for. No, and then also here's the thing: you didn't let Zeke's you didn't let Zeke's shit run out. You signed Zeke two years before his shit ran out. You didn't let Amari shit run out. You paid Amari. You didn't pay the all the offensive linemen. But you asked. But you're not gonna pay the QB. How? He's been a pro bowler. He ain't my homeboy. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't made. He didn't. He made. ain't my homeboy. He ain't Russell Wilson, bro. He's not. He's he's not worth more than them. Let he asking the com- for more than them. Let me know in the comments if y'all think if y'all about? think Dak deserved to get paid. Let me know in the not comments. Not that much. I think I think Dak deserved to get paid. Bro, you tripping? I mean, you know, feel how you want to feel. You definitely tripping. He need that fourth year. Give me that fourth year, like I asked. Stop trying to chip me with three. Give me that fourth year. And another thing, this is the reason why I'm saying it's Jerry fault. He let the fifth year option run out. Once you sign that fifth year option, that means you got that whole year plus that following fifth year. You let the option run out, my nigga. You ain't do shit. You saw it. And you was like, okay, I can wait. I can wait. I can wait till this fifth year. Okay, we in the fifth year. All right. I can wait till the end. Okay, it's ended. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it's ended. Now I'm here. Like, nah. He gave him a good deal. <laughs> You're not worth more than bro. That's the that's where I'm at with it. Like, no, bro. How you gonna do that? Ask for now, more. Is, now, ask is, for more than that. Now, is he Mahomes? No, no, no. He's not. I'm not gonna say that that you know he, he's better than Mahomes. You really feel he should be paid that? Yes, yes. Pay my man his money. You paid everybody else what they wanted. Pay me my money. They were the. You paid uh, Zeke. Nah. You paid Zeke. You paid Zeke. And Zeke has gave you nothing but issues since giving that money. But, the moment you gave gave him, that, but when he gave him that money, he but, was the best running back in the league. You paid Zeke. I'm an Ohio State fan. Should I so say I'm not going. Wait, Should I say wait, again? wait, I'm an Ohio when State fan. I'm, an, I'm an Ohio State fan. So <laughs> I'll never, I'll never go against Zeke. Uh, I'm gonna say that I'm an Ohio State fan, so I'll never go against Zeke. I'm just saying. You paid everybody. Amari just yeah, Cooper, I, I, Amari just brought his ass here. He just got here. Did this he, out of the out of the three out of the three of us? This the, you that. paid the new nigga? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get to it. You paid the new nigga? You, you gonna pay me? Like you gonna let my deal run out? You gonna you gonna pay the new bro? All right, bet. So give me that thirty five hundred for that franchise tag. Give me my thirty five hundred real quick, and then give me my four years, my nigga. But he's asking for over that though. He won't 40. 40, 40, for, 40 for four years. 40 every single year. Give me my 160 mil. Fuck out my face, Jerry. <laughs> I guess. Final topic. 
Tampa Bay has been holding workouts after the NFLPA said that they felt as if it was not safe because a couple of NFL players and an assistant all have attested for coronavirus. But you let everybody in the country go back to work. But the but the NFL doesn't have to. The, the NFL don't got nothing to do with the rest but, of the country. But y'all worried about y'all not worried about none of that other shit. But y'all worried about y'all, y'all worried about them going to practice. But I bet you y'all got some employees that somewhere to do something right now. Mm. While they out there mm. practicing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, coming out the gate swinging. I'm just saying, <laughs> it ain't that deep. They out there practicing, and they and they six. They, they definitely away from each other. Besides the dogs, the, the O-line. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the O-line, O-line, O-line is tight. The O-line is there, but unless they, they still got everything on to the point where they should. They more likely okay regardless anyway, and they able to get. They able to get whatever they need. They can afford it and, and find it and get whatever they need to wear. And, they, they, and again, the reports is they are being safe. They are definitely being safe. It's just they're practicing at during this time. Like they don't want the NFL don't want nobody practicing right now. The NFL like nah. But Tom Brady, being Brady, he was like, he told me not to practice. Fuck you, my nigga. Right. Fuck you, Roger. Like I'm gonna be out here. And I'm gonna practice as much as I want to because I am Tom effing Brady. <laughs> I brought this league six rings. And I hate you for that, Brady. Michael Jordan, football, <laughs> bro. I hate you, Brady. So, any final thoughts about anything that we covered today? This was this was a pretty short episode. It was like about thirty minutes, a little, little over thirty minutes. I just, you know, I do got a question because yes, sir. I want to know where you at with Tampa Bay. I know we talked about it, but like, how do I feel? How do I feel about the team? I mean, because I ain't gonna lie, I'm liking the fact that he's out there. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I definitely like the fact that Brady is out there practicing right now. Again, he got Godwin, he got Gronk, he got Evans, he got that defense, he got a decent O line that they also added pieces to through the draft. He got OJ Howard. He got a couple of decent backs back there. They. Tampa, Tampa has they, the, they nice. Tampa has the potential I'm to swearing. honestly do I'm some swearing. damage. And it's they got on Brady, bro. It is. That's the crazy part. It all falls on Brady. Mm-hmm. It all falls on TV twelve. If yes, Brady sir. doesn't, if Brady doesn't have a good showing, and if Brady doesn't have a good showing this next season, and, 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 and don't like put up actual Brady numbers. This could this could end rather rather arm gonna be rather horribly. You said what that arm gonna be? It's yeah, TV twelve, man. Yeah, but they like I mean that nigga what forty what now mm-hmm. two? True. It's still TV twelve, my dude. It's still TV twelve. He gonna be a. He gonna. Be, I'm thinking. You how, know how, are you, about, how are you feeling about about the books? What's going through my head right now is, what if Peyton Manning was 100 percent like Tom Brady is going to the Broncos? He was at first. That first season. 
Right, right after the next surgery. I can't say that because that's that's he, why I can't say that. I'm gonna say so he put up 55 touchdowns. That's all that surgery. That's what's all that surgery. He wasn't the same pain man. It, it was a, it was a neck surgery, but you gotta think about it. They got like a big ass neck, like. But that's what I'm saying. Just think if so, I'm like, is he trying to pull? Is he trying to pull a a pain man? No, it's not. It's not necessarily that he's trying to pull a Manning. What Brady is trying to do. Is basically not only show the world, but show Belichick, my dude. Like I am better. I am better than your system. <laughs> I am better than you. Like these, those six rings that we got together wasn't because of you. They was because of me. Man, he taking some of that shit he got from Belichick and taking it right over there. And Belichick gonna take some of the shit he learned from Brady and, and try to give it to <laughs> fucking Stidham. To Stidham. To Stidham, my nigga. To Stidham? Like, I'm just trying to figure out why. What about Jared Stidham makes makes Bill Belichick, like, so, like, oh, I can, I can, I can just do it. Stidham? Is it, it's, it's not his last name. Jared, like, again, my hopes to you. Like, Brian Hoyer, I guess. The defense got to carry like, like they normally do. Yeah. Even though Brady, again, is cold, but the defense normally is the backbone of all Patriots championships. But yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is <laughs> still fucking still. When I first I can't wait to see the season. When I when I first heard his name, I was like, Stidham. Like, what the fuck is a Stidham? But what if he come out and, and now here's the thing, if he come out and pull a Jimmy G and dog walk niggas like in his first couple of games, I won't shut the fuck up. I'm just gonna sit back and shut the fuck up. I just I can't I ain't gonna be able to say nothing. I'm just gonna sit back and shut the fuck up because he because that's what Jimmy G did. Jimmy G in his first couple of starts went undefeated. I think it was like his first two or three starts. He went undefeated before he ironically ended up getting hurt just like Brady. Then got traded to San Francisco. Had the first season wasn't too too good, but he got there like halfway through. So you know, then this season led them as the quarterback, as their field general, to the Super Bowl, where they lost to Mahomes. Man, hold on. What you gonna say? Did you, are you not? Are you still not trying to give my homeboy and <laughs> this chief offense credit? Like what's what? Yeah, I gave him the credit. No, nah, you said he's the best quarterback in the league. You, you said right you now. said no, you said it's because of a missed throw. They heard you. They heard you. <laughs> you said it's because of a missed throw. I need to No, it wasn't because of a missed throw. It was. The old boy took that offense and led them in a fucking 10, 15 minute, 21 point oh drive God, back to bust <laughs> they ass. If it wasn't for that missed throw. They wouldn't have never. They wouldn't have scored enough. God damn it. We gonna, matter, they wouldn't have scored enough. Matter of fact, that's the next episode. On, on, episode on episode 14, we're going to take a deep dive into the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Talk as far as to the way in Crony wasn't a thing at the time when that was going on. So we didn't have a chance to really talk about it. Or as a matter of fact, I think that was like one of our first couple of episodes when that was going on. So we did, But we didn't do a deep, deep dive into it. As a matter of fact, it was, and I'm going to pull up the audio and I'm going to show you, because it was, this is one of our first few episodes that we talked about that. 
but we're gonna do a deep, deep dive into that because I want you. I want. I want to just break it down to you in as technical terms as I can to explain why it was my homeboy that helped them do that. I ain't say it wasn't. It, but it, but it, I feel like it was mainly the Chiefs' offense. It wasn't. I feel like it wasn't Jimmy G fucking up. I feel like it was the the Chiefs' offense being better. Okay. Well, to be again, episode fourteen. Come back with us. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about it. But this has been a tight episode. We, we, we gave them about a smooth 36 minutes of, of content out. I thought it was going to be 30, but we, well, we, you know, we like poured another five, six minutes out of our ass. <laughs> because you want to talk that blasphemy. Why is it blasphemy? Look, man. Nope, nope. Episode 14. Episode 14. Episode 14. We just built a whole other episode off of that purpose alone. And we got some more. You're not going to sway me, though. Watch. Just watch. I'm going to do my research. But I have been your boy, Way. This is Crony. You can find me on IG at how underscore way underscore how. Also, you can find the Ways World Network IG page at ways underscore world 93. You can find us on YouTube at the Ways World Network, Facebook at Ways World. We are on iHeartRadio, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and any place that you get your local podcasts. Um, where can they find you? Man, same old, same old. Facebook, Miguel Crony. Uh, Snapchat, I don't remember what that is. What that is. What was the other one I had? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, it's the same thing, Miguel Crony. Uh, this has been Talking Sports with Wade and Crony. Peace.